You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. Well, are you pissed off yet? Have you finally hit that boiling point where you've had enough and you want to do something about it? You don't know what to do? Man, our government is royally screwing us. They're screwing us in so many ways right now. It's, it's hard to phantom, and it's hard. It's, it's just difficult. To, to, to look out on the landscape of what's going on and think, man, this country I live in is great. You know, I, I have a, 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 a podcast that I do once a week. I'll be doing it uh, today, Free Media Coalition is the name of the group. And one of the members is from Norway. And he said on the last one we did was, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm not an American. And when he said that, a little bit of me cringed, right? It's four of us were on the call, three of us Americans, the gentleman from Norway. And I look at it now and I think, oh, shit. You know what? Maybe he's got the point. I'm, I'm, I don't know. If you're not pissed off yet, I don't know what's going to make you pissed off. Um, now, we got two things. We've got the COVID relief package. If that's not enough to piss you off, I don't know what will. And then we got the election. If that's not enough to piss you off, I don't know what will. Uh, we have a dishonest media here in the United States of America, and they make a lot of money. I mean, Jake Tapper and all his smug careness uh, it makes millions of dollars and, you know, has total contempt for you. And they don't tell you the truth. They're dishonest. You want to know how they want to know how the dishonest the media is. Here, here's a perfect example of how dishonest the media is. I mean, you just do not get more perfect Get a more perfect. Have a more perfect example than this. This is from CNN. This is their headline. Okay, their headline at CNN is written by Kate Sullivan, uh, who is a hack. Uh, November 29th. Biden announces all female White House communications teams. Yay! Why Biden? He's so woke. Oh, he's so diverse. An all female senior White House communications team. We put the man in charge who's going to bring us diversity that's all female. Of course, it had to be from a perverted old white male, but that's beside the point. Well, a couple of things. This is how dishonest the media is and how dishonest politicians are and how incredibly dishonest the Biden team is. They are so dishonest and corrupt, it's beyond approach. This is how dishonest they are. The headline, Biden announces all-female senior White House staff. Talking about how it's like the first time, it's a great thing. Uh, President Trump's communication staff is all-female, all-female, and it, it's all-female. And then this happens. They announce the deal. They announce the headline, Biden's all-female team. And then what do they do? Uh, later on down the road, they announce the rest of the team, which is Mike, Kevin, Vendit, and Michael. So uh, hail to Biden, who is so woke and so, uh, you know, committed to diversity and putting women and people of color and those minority things in positions of power, because it's about power. Uh, that they must be screamed from the headlines, lauded, and told what a great man he is, and he doesn't know what he's doing anyway. And then they go hire the, the males, and the media knows this. The media is complicit in the left's cover-up, the left's uh, you know, attempt to punish you, the Trump supporter, and to make you feel like, well, worthless. I mean, the left right now wants you to feel ashamed. 
if you support this president. Feel ashamed and feel not dumb if you think there was any kind of election irregularities and that Biden did not win. They, they want you to feel like, come on, people, let's, let's move on. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. That's what Biden does, right? They lie to you, people. And then the left, the media, same thing, will tell you what a great thing it is for this coronavirus or coronas stimulus package you know the media will report something like this and and brett and some people say while this is helping americans it's not going far enough and then they'll leave it they'll drop it that's it that's all they'll do they'll give it they'll throw that little some people say it doesn't go far enough line so that's their objective reporting but they don't really care they don't care well let's talk about the stimulus package now one thing there's a couple of things that happened in this that are absolutely uh, shameful is they wrap this up in a big bill. I mean, a big bill. Let me let me bring that up. Here it is. It's the Rules Committee print 116-68 text of the House Amendment to the Senate Amendment to House Resolution. I guess HR. That's what it means. 133. It's over 1,500, I'm sorry, 5,500 pages, 5,593 pages to be exact. Now, you're hearing a lot of stuff about this, right? You're hearing about all the aid to foreign countries and all this stuff, and I'm going to talk about it, but there's something you got to know about it, and this is the sneaky shit that Congress has been doing for decades, and we, the American people, have allowed it to happen, is there are probably around 200 and plus other bills wrapped in this minutia. And what they do in order to get one passed is they put it all together so they can get other crap passed. So you, you get this morsels, this uh, alleged $900 billion stimulus package uh, for corona pandemic relief, whatever the hell they want to call it, and then they attach all this other crap to it. It's all these other bills together, and then it goes through the process because uh, who wouldn't want military aid oh we, we who wouldn't want uh economic assistance assistance to people during this pandemic who wouldn't want all that you're a heathen if you don't sign this because you're evil you're not helping people out uh meanwhile we send 10 million dollars to pakistan for gender studies i'm not kidding about that and it, we spend millions upon millions um for things that are just absolutely ridiculous. So you tie in one bill to all these bills to get, or you to get one the one the pork that you, as a corrupt politician, want. Not you, not the audience. I'm talking about your corrupt politicians. Yes, yours, mine. They're they're all corrupt at this point in time. Show me an honest politician. Show me one. Donald Trump. Is that what you're going to say? Maybe. Maybe he's the only one. But Trump, he's a politician. Don't don't get me wrong. Trump's going to sign this bill, by the way. Trump has signaled that he's going to sign it. There are people that are outraged and they're saying, don't sign it. But you had a majority in the House and that signed this bill. And let me give you those numbers of who in the House uh, signed this bill because Trump's going to sign it. He's already stating. So there were 92 to 6 in favor of passing it in the Senate. There were six senators that said that voted no. I'll tell you who those are in a minute. Those six are very important to the election going on. And yes, there is still an election going on. I don't care what you left to say. It's not done yet. There is one move left. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And let's see, in the House, there were... 
359 voted in favor of this. So yes, several of your Republican representatives said yes. There were 53 that voted no. Now, of the 53, two, two were Democrats. One of them will surprise you. It doesn't surprise you once you hear what, I, what she said, but one of them may just surprise you. And that one is Rep Tlaib. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Rashida Tlaib of Michigan. You know, the crazy, batshit crazy representative of Detroit who's got this just evil look on her face every time I see her. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But she looks batshit crazy evil. That's just me. Her and Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii are the two Democrats that voted no for this. Now, here's their reasoning. Uh, Rep Tlaib said the bill was woefully inadequate in providing direct assistance to Americans. Uh, she added, we will be back here in a month because the suffering will have gotten much worse because there has been a lack of bold action and priorities to put people first. And hot damn, I actually agree with her. I, I, could, I would never in my wildest imagination think that I would ever come to agree with that crazy batshit uh, leftist up there in Detroit uh, with Tlaib. Rep Tlaib. But she's absolutely right. <clears throat> they will be right back to the drawing board in a month. Uh, the, you're getting $600, and not all of you are getting $600. We're going to get into that in a minute. Just, just hold off. Uh, so I think she's absolutely right. This bill does nothing. And then with all the pork that is attached to it, no one should have signed it. Make Congress do these bills individually. This, this crap of tying all these bills together should come to an end. When will we have an honest Congress that steps up and says, no more? If you can't get your bill passed, tough shit. Done. You know, do, go back to the drawing board. You know, you, you know, you could do that, right? Just because a bill doesn't get passed, you know you can go back to the drawing board and rewrite it, resubmit it. Rather than do that, what, are this, what does our lazy Congress do? Our dishonest Congress? They wrap it all up in these other packages. Like, who doesn't want economic... Uh, help who doesn't want to help the american people that we locked up yeah and then Tulsi gabbert this is uh what she said uh she was similarly unhappy about the 600 checks to be provided to americans as well as various tax deductions and handouts to corporations she said 600 is a slap in the face to every american struggling due to the pandemic you deserve better, she tweeted. I voted against the 5,593-page spending bill that gave billions to corporate interests, the military-industrial complex, and other countries leaving crumbs for you who need the most help. She's right, too. Two Democrats get it. Maybe. Not on what the Tlaib check. Now, Gabbard, she kind of runs a little centrist. She's still a leftist. She's still left-of-center, so don't trust her. But... She kind of runs a little bit to the center more than any other Democrat in Congress right now. So here we have this monstrosity of a bill that's, by the way, it's not $900 billion. That's the corona economic stimulus package part. Uh, it's like $2.5 trillion total from what I understand. Could be more. I don't know. Uh, but we're talking big. And th there's it's 5,500 pages plus. So let's talk about what is in this Corona virus relief bill. Chinese virus, right? All right. This from Unbiased America. This uh, Congress agreed on a new relief package last night. That was Monday. This is it. Stimulus checks. Mm, $600 per person 
in your family, including adults and children. Now, that would be the per persons in the family. But anyway, I digress. Uh, however, not everybody. Not everybody's getting six hundred bucks and six hundred bucks. What are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? What are you gonna spend it on? Book hookers and blow? Maybe? Oh, that would be a politician. Uh, the amount of the payment decreases for those who earned more than seventy-five thousand dollars. That's right. So, if you earned in the household, by the way, if your household earned more than seventy-five thousand, you get a decrease. But you're doing great, right? Seventy-five k. You know, there's been studies that say seventy-five thousand is that magic number for people where they feel comfortable. So, you know, because everything's so damn expensive. Now, if you are one of those lucky few making over $99,000 a year, that's household, household income, $99,000. Wifey could be making fifty-one. You could be making forty-eight. See where I did there? And uh, you're not getting anything. No, no soup for you. Now, six, now, if you are, have been devastated by the pandemic and your business is shut down, you lost your job or you're in a perpetual layoff or hours are cut, man, that $600 is going to do so much for you. Is it? No, really. Is it? No. I mean, hey, I'll take it. And uh, you should take it too. And here's why I'm on board with that is this is not hypocritical because the government's the one that shut you down. It's government that put us in a situation. Not, not, uh, not you for any fault of your own. We were humming along, had a great economy, but you know, the Chinese and the Democrats couldn't have Trump reelected. So they had to do something and they tried everything else. I mean, hell, they impeached the man. And he was still cruising on his way to reelection. So what, what more you got to do? Well, how about a worldwide pandemic? That'll be a way we can get him out of office. And, uh, there you go. All right, let's go on. Let's move on from, um, that conversation. Keep on the stimulus package. Cause it's so stimulating. It is. Can you tell I'm a little jaded today? Just a little bit. Maybe it's cause I didn't shave. I don't know. And unemployment subsidies. So the federal government, the benevolent federal government, we should refer to them from now on as the benevolent federal government will add up to $300 per week to a worker's normal state determined unemployment payment. So if you're making $50 in unemployment or $150, I think it's 149 cap here in the state of Georgia, you get an extra $300 a week. So if you're at max, you're going to get 450, 449 a week, I believe it is here in the state of Georgia. So that should go a long way to paying rent. And mortgage, gas, car, insurance, phone, electric, internet, food, clothing, Christmas gifts. Anyway, um, that'll go on through March 14th. So after that, you're, you're toast again. So as <laughs> Rep Tlaib said, we'll be right back talking about this. I got to say, she's right. Uh, the unemployment benefit for contract, contract and gig workers, uh, Uber drivers, you know, food delivery places will can be extended as well. So, I mean, I guess that's good. When people need help. I think they need more than this. But there comes to a point where if people are making more money from the government, they're not going to go back to work. So uh, when you saw that happen when the government was giving out like $600 a week, an extra unemployment, because nobody wanted to go back to work. Or, <laughs> business had a hard time getting people back. All right, but but wait, there's more. Business aid, uh, more than $284 billion for forgivable uh, paycheck protection program, PPP loans, which are not really easy to get. But so now, now people have a very short window to go through all that red tape to get that money. 
Uh, the new language ensures that churches and faith-based organizations are eligible for PPP loans as well. So Joel Osteen, he gets more money for his mega church. Also included is money set aside for independent movie theaters, which have been hit particularly hard. Oh, man, they have. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think some have already filed for bankruptcy, but that's probably going to be one of the industries that forever changes. Um, and I don't know, I, you know, I don't know if they actually can come back in the uh, movie theater, not the movie industry. The movie industry will be fine. Don't cry for movies. They got plenty of cash. They're doing fine. But movie theaters is a whole other story because their, their margins are very slim very slim and we uh the movie going public demand well these nice theaters which you see now reclining seats and all that kind of stuff they made their money off the concessions that's why a lot of them went to serve in booze because they can make a lot more money but they're still not back in full swing that that industry has been hit pretty hard the movie theaters like i said they were struggling to going into this so uh but there's more here uh, let's see, new, 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 also money. Well, and a new tax deduction for business meals has been added as a way to help the restaurant industry and a tax credit to support employers offering paid sick leave. Well, of course, the restaurant industry, thousands upon thousands of restaurants have shut their doors because they can't afford it. So now they're trying to say, oh, we'll give you a little extra tax incentive so you can write these meals off. I might as well do that for every meal I go out with my family because I guess if I talk about the podcast and the show I'm doing business yeah woohoo! I just got a tax write-off when I go to the restaurants woohoo! Uh, so it helps me uh, 16 billion will go toward another round of airline employee payroll support as well because as we saw United Airlines they are worthy of getting more money to help people who follow policy to kick people off planes who don't wear masks if it's a two-year-old child former story a story i'm alluding to from last week i talked about anyway yeah, they get some money 16 billion dollars to the airline industry a billion with a b it's a lot of money uh rental assistance 25 billion in emergency assistance will be available to renters and a moratorium on evictions will be extended to january 31st so you got till january 31st for them to kick you out of your apartment or your house if you're renting and uh rep to leave she called it we're gonna be right back talking about this again i guarantee it she's right God, I hate to say that that crazy woman is right, but she's right. And I wonder what kind of hoops you got to go through to get to the rental assistance. That ought to be fun. This is government we're talking about. Uh, funding, this is my favorite one, by the way. This is my absolute favorite one. You'll, you'll know why here in a second. Funding for free vaccines. $20 billion to make the vaccine available free of charge to anyone who needs it, as well as $8 billion for distribution and $20 billion for state testing assistance. So, $48 billion goes to funding for free vaccines. So I got, okay, here's the problem. If it's free, why do they need funding? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, it's government. I know, I know, I know. But it's not free, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually going to cost you $48 billion. So there's no, there's no free vaccines, okay? So I love it. I just love that line, funding for free. Hmm. There's an oxymoron if I ever heard one. Uh, school assistance. All right, schools. This is great, too. Schools will be receiving $82 billion for HVAC upgrades to reduce the risk of infection spread. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, who knew? Also, $10 billion will go to child care assistance, wherever that money goes, how you get it, you know. But who knew that it was being spread in your HVAC? It's blowing this shit all over the place. You got to wear a mask. So it doesn't get, I mean, your air conditioning is going to give you the coronavirus and you will die. 
Because <laughs> they're going to upgrade HVACs to all these schools. I know, I know, I know. I'm just jaded bitter today. I get it. Uh, transportation funding. This was great, too. $29 billion for highways, airports, uh, inner city buses, Amtrak, and other transit programs. Oh, what do you need that for? You locked us down. We shouldn't be going anywhere anyway. Uh, Amtrak, by the way, has been losing money since, so I don't know, forever. <laughs> but they're going to get more money. The Amtrak is going to get money from a coronavirus stimulus package. Amtrak. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up. I mean, they lock us down, and then they're going to take $29 billion of our money and give it to transportation because we're locked down. We can't go anywhere anyway. But if we could, well, we'd just be super spreaders when we get on a bus, right? So <laughs> just, oh, my gosh. Uh, then they did some stuff here, language reigning in the Federal Reserve. Uh, Senator Pat Toomey, Republican Pennsylvania, to get his piece in there, has been pressing for a provision to block the Federal Reserve from restarting an emergency programs uh, put in place this past spring that were meant to purchase local government bonds and offer business loans in order to create liquidity. Uh, so the program ends up not being widely utilized and we're expiring in the month. So they're going to rein in all of that. Let's see if there's any other thing. That's, I mean, that's the relevant part. Uh, the pandemic relief measure is attached to a separate government-wide spending bill, a lot of them actually, and other bills that fund agencies through September, including a provision to provide another $1.4 billion uh, for the wall, the U.S.-Mexico wall. Now, here, the reason I bring that up is you're going to see a lot of leftists go, well, look at they're giving $1.4 billion to the wall. Oh, they're giving a lot of money to a lot of places. I mean, a lot of places. So they're going to uh, expand... <laughs> Um, tra their transportation funding, uh, create, do some, you know, a HVAC upgrades for, with your money for the coronavirus. Uh, you get free vaccines, free funding, funding for free. Remember that. Uh, and you get 600 bucks. Yeah. You get 600 bucks. So that's, that's the gist of the bill part of the bill that's going to address the economic relief package from coronavirus the chinese virus so what about all the other crap oh there's a lot of other crap let me tell you this is from pj media uh the headline is the only thing missing from this absolute cluster of a covid relief bill is dollars for shrimp on a treadmill trump should veto it by the way trump Instead, I think I mentioned this earlier, has pretty much made uh, gestures that he's not going to veto this. He's not going to. So <clears throat> you're going to see this go through. And again, it's not just the COVID relief bill, the Chinese virus relief bill. There's tons of other shit in there. There's tons of, they, they took a bunch of bills, put them all together, you got labeled on it, COVID relief. So that's how you get these, this crap passed. Washington has been doing this kind of garbage for decades and I, I mean honestly it's absolutely it's dishonest and it's dishonest to the american public now let me you know two this is a two and a half trillion dollar bill let me tell you some of the other garbage that's in this bill and by the way the headline referenced to um i guess something a while back there was a bill passed and they actually did have shrimp on a treadmill uh funding for for uh, analyzing and studying shrimp on a treadmill because we all know if you love shrimp and I do too uh, I want them to be healthy so but let's get into some of the other stuff on this bill uh, um, Tom Elliott if you're not following Tom Elliott on Twitter it's at Tom S Elliott uh, he's from a what's his company 
uh, I forget the name of it. Anyway, if I see it, because I want to give him uh, some props for this. So, uh, Grabian, Grabian, okay. <clears throat> he has his own business, his own company, Grabian, where he pulls a lot of uh, headlines for people and a lot of business entities will buy, you know, he does the work for you, so to speak. But he tweets out a lot too, and his Twitter feed is phenomenal. So here is, <clears throat> now he's calling it COVID relief, but it's in this monstrosity of a bill, this cluster fun park of a bill, right? It's got so much pork in there that this is what you've been funding. This is normal. That's the crazy part about this. The $900 uh, billion that Congress fought back and forth for COVID relief, economic relief for us, for the government locking us down, took forever. All this other stuff, it's, this is what they normally do in Congress. This is a this is a wet dream come true for them. It just is. It's just like they can throw so much crap at this. Here's some of the crap they threw at. Uh, it creates a committee to regulate performance enhancing drugs in horse racing. Yeah, we need that, right? We need our government to uh, have a committee on uh, uh, performance enhancing drugs in horse racing. Now. Huh. What's funny about that is Kentucky is a big horse racing state, right? Kentucky Derby, McConnell, Kentucky. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder who put this in there. I can only imagine. Uh, it will also make it illegal to give racehorses painkillers before training and racing. That's right. We wouldn't, want, we wouldn't want horses to be relieved of their pain before racing and horsing. And this is actually written in this monstrosity of a bill. Here's the text. Covered horses that are injured or unsound should not train or participate in covered races and to use the medications, other foreign substances, and treatment methods that mask or deaden pain in order to allow injured or unsound horses to train or race should be prohibited. This is what our federal government works on. <clears throat> they they are working on making sure by the way it's not to make sure the horse is okay or not okay it's they they don't want to give anybody an, a, an unfair edge see if the horse is in pain the horse wouldn't be able to run as fast take away the pain the horse runs fast but we do this with our human athletes we give them all kind of crap then put them out on the uh, playing field but not horses by golly not horses. They rise above human pain and suffering. So that's, that's in this bill. Other things in this bill. Uh, it includes a $193 million for federal HIV AIDS workers stationed abroad to buy new cars. That's right. This bill that is attached to the Economic Relief Act, the coral, the China virus stuff, right? They, they slipped in. They put all this other garbage in there. Uh, and the and all you're hearing is this is about economic relief for, from the China virus, right? But this is kind of stuff that's in these bills. And this is the kind of stuff that Congress does all the freaking time. So, I mean, I know money's got to be appropriated out for supplies, vehicles, and stuff like that. But to attach it to something like this, uh, it's reprehensible. It really is. $193,400,000 shall remain available through September 30th, 2023 for global disease detection and emergency response, provided that the funds may be used to purchase an insurance of official motor vehicles in foreign countries. I mean, the money's got to be appropriated. I get that. But to attach it to this, that's just crap um it also includes funding to discourage teenagers from drinking and hooking up so our federal government is 
still trying to manage our teenagers. When will they ever learn? They didn't even give up that one. Covert Relief lays, and I, I hate calling it Covert Relief. It's actually this big bill that Covert Relief is, atta Relief is attached to. It lays the groundwork for a Climate Security Advisory Council. That's your federal government right there. We're spending money for a Climate Security Advisory Council. Uh, also includes $10 million for gender programs in Pakistan. Now, again, it's attached to this one. All these bills are attached together. I want to make sure you're clear on that. I'm clear on that, that this isn't the COVID relief bill, as they say. It's one bill, and the COVID relief is in there, and they attach like 200-plus other bills. They've been doing this kind of crap forever, and it's, like I said, it's time for it to stop. It's unconscionable. That, but this, what is, what is happening is because people are paying more attention now than before is now we're seeing it. We're seeing that they put $10 million in this, $10 million of your money is going for gender programs in Pakistan. That's right. Well, but there's more. Uh, $15 million is made available for democracy programs in Pakistan. So Pakistan, they're, they're actually sending $25 million of your money to Pakistan to study gender programs and democracy programs. Now, I'm pretty sure all that money will be spent wisely and no one will use it for ill refute and it will not go to any corrupt officials. I'm sure of it, absolutely positive of that. And if you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you in New York. Anyway, the it also sets aside funds to investigate the 1908 Springfield race riot. That's right. Our government uh, feels the need to investigate the 1908 Springfield race riot in Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, because, you know, we don't have anybody else that studies these things. No historians, no books have been written on it. But no money, money's going aside to study a 1908 race riot. Um. Maybe that was pre-pandemic of the 1920 pandemic. Hmm. Maybe it led to the pandemic. Maybe that's the tie-in. You know, these race riots over here, and we've had, what I guess we have race protest here. Can we say race riots prior to pandemic? So they're tying it all in. That's it. It's the race riots, and it's racism that caused the pandemic. I mean, who, I mean, come on. That we, uh, that, the connection should have been so obvious for all of it that no wonder, no wonder we're told that this is all racist because they were absolutely right. I'm being facetious. Uh, also, it creates a commission tasked with educating consumers about the dangers associated with, okay, before I say this, um, I, I, this one, you know, this is money that our federal government has set aside because it costs money to create a commission to study programs like the 1908 race riots and shrimp on a treadmill. But this one, this one shows you how stupid they think we are. And maybe, maybe we are this stupid. Maybe I'm, I've got it wrong. Maybe uh, the American people are this stupid i don't know i don't know but here it is it creates a commission tasked with educating consumers maybe this is what you're going to use your 600 dollars for about the dangers associated with using or storing wait for it portable fuel containers for flammable liquid liquids near an open flame i did not 
not miss say that. I did not misstate that. This is what it says. It's creating a, uh, a commission tasked with educating consumers about the dangers associated with using or storing portable fuel containers for flammable liquids near an open flame. That's right. You, the American people, have to have someone in the federal government have a commission study to educate people not to put gasoline next to an open fire. You know, I'm thinking people need to learn the hard way on that one. If you're so stupid that you don't think putting a flammable liquid next to an open flame is a, not a great idea, hmm. I don't know, man. You're a Democrat through and through. If that's, but that's money is going for this. Money is going for this. And there's more. I mean, there's so much more minutiae and just how bad this all is. Uh, that, you know, I'm, I mean, our federal government is out of control. And this is with Donald Trump in charge, but is he really anymore, right? I mean, we know what's going on with the election and, you know, are the, they don't care about Trump. They don't feel that he's a threat anymore. So, yeah, this is why, honestly, this is why Trump needed a second term. It really is. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's wishful thinking on on my part, thinking that he actually would have done something because, you know, the first terms of presidents and he did a lot in his first term. I mean, he his deregulation, his judicial picks have just been phenomenal. His foreign policy has just been phenomenal. If he had a second term, he can run without any worries of how to be reelected. He could just get things done. And that's generally why we give second terms to presidents. But could it be generally why this one was denied a second term for president? Uh, I'm not getting into the whole conspiracy theory on this segment of uh, regarding the election. I'll do that on another one, but I don't know. Could be. Uh, one last story, and we'll end this segment up, and it is from uh, thespectator.org. It's the 2020 Idiot of the Year Award. Now, I'll just give you a couple of these, and, you know, they, I don't agree with them, to be honest with you. Not at all. In fact, I think they missed the whole mark. Uh, they got Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, I, you know, Joe Biden is just an empty vessel. Uh, you know, Joe, it says here, Joe makes a, a great Christmas present. He's a first rate ventriloquist dummy. So as long as he's handled by someone temperamental enough, like Kamala Harris, otherwise he might doze off or start sniffing the scalps of all the ladies in the family. Uh, he claims that he won the election. I don't blame him. I also tell people that I'm the king of Spain every time I go overseas and have a drink too many. So yeah, Biden's an idiot, but Biden was selected. He was, uh, he's an empty vessel. Uh, and then they put Nancy Pelosi. Now, uh, Nancy Pelosi's not a bright lady. There's no doubt. She is an idiot, but, uh, to put her as idiot of the year, I'm still not there. She's up top of the list though. Uh, then they, they do the WHO director Tedros Adhanam. I don't know who even knows who this guy is. Because if you put a Marxist Ethiopian epidemic over uh, our cover up expert financed by the people's liberation front of Tigray in charge of managing a pandemic originating from the communist epicenter of the world, you can rest assured he will do his job. Now, does that make him the idiot or does that make us the idiot? or the people who put him in charge, the idiot. Mm. Nicolas Maduro of, uh, the, you know, Venezuela, they put as an idiot. I don't know. You know, he's, uh, 
he's well fed. Dude's fat in a country of starving people. So who's the idiot, right? Prince Harry, an empowered citizen, when he stopped using drugs, Meghan Markle started. Since then, his head doesn't seem to be working. I, you know, Prince Harry does seem like a kind of a, a moron. Uh, he is letting the little head speak with the uh, think for the big head. I don't know, but uh, uh, Chris Wallace, they put as idiot of the year. These are all nominations. You can nominate yours. Chris Wallace, uh, you know, I saw another article on Mediate, I think it was, that they put Chris Wallace as the number one influencer, media influencer. Chris Wallace, he's got the lowest rated Sunday news show, but because Chris Wallace has kind of helped the left, the left now love him, but they won't love him for a long time. They will dump him faster than uh, the, anything else you see. I was trying to find some sharp, witty thing to say but i couldn't figure it out but yeah anyway andrew cuomo oh you know andrew cuomo just came out and said santa's been very good to him and he's gonna have a really good christmas so for he not for the us so he's good so is he an idiot he got a twenty five thousand dollar raise yeah i don't know uh bill gates you know for someone who is so smart he does seem to be an idiot um uh, you know, this is what they wrote. Some people might object to the inclusion of Gates in this list 2020 idiots because he is stupid year up here, persistently stupid, steadfastly in his stupidity. Uh, I accept the objection. Now, Gates is smart enough to become one of the world's richest people, and he's smart enough to do what he did with Microsoft. But the man, there's something off about Bill Gates that uh, I do put him as an idiot. Uh, Barack Obama is, you know, they put here as the most overrated president in history. No, no, no. I would not put Obama as an idiot. Obama is uh, a behind-the-scenes manipulator. You know, if you don't think that Obama is going to be all over this Biden administration and is not pulling a lot of strings, you you just Again, I'm not paying attention, but it's not Obama who's the main puppeteer, puppet master. He is one of the puppets as well. So Obama has been pretty slick in getting control and power. And, you know, he made the decision to stay in Washington, D.C. because all this he knew was going to play out. Obama's no idiot. I'm not going to put him on that list at all. He's evil. He's a bastard. Uh, and he needs to go away, but he's not an idiot. Uh, and then they put uh, the president of China, Xi Jinping. Uh, now, I disagree with all of these. Now, not saying that they're not easy, idiots, but if we're talking the 2020 Idiot of the Year Award, you have to give that to the American people that have allowed all this nonsense to happen. Anyway, thank you for listening to this segment of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. It is Christmas week. We may be in and out. We may not be here every day. Uh, the PBL household are getting together for Christmas and having a wonderful, joyous time. And so maybe a little sporadic this week. We'll be back at you next week. Again, thanks for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Come on. God, after reading all this stuff, I'm about to go get me some brown liquor for today. Woo, this stuff is. <laughs> yeah, we are the idiots. We are the idiots. We elect these kind of people to run our country. It's a damn country.